the businesses that aren't prioritizing community are going to be leaving money on the table. You know, just business is changing so much that it's the connection piece. You cannot manufacture that. Lindsay Schwartz is an author and host of the Powerhouse of Women podcast. She's an investor, master community builder, and the founder of the Powerhouse Women community. But if you had seen her online just a few years ago, you would have seen just a regular girl trying to find her place in the world with her MLM business, trying to make it just like you and me. Then she had the idea that changed the game completely. What if she wrote a book about how to get out of your own way, fulfill your unique purpose, and live a powerful life? But who was she to write that book? Yeah. And so I shared this with the woman on the phone, and she said, well, Lindsay, if you don't write that book, who's going to? In this interview, I asked Lindsay about her quick rise through the coaching ranks and what we can learn from her journey so that we can also build a powerhouse empire. Now, we had to cut the interview down for the podcast, but I kept the full interview inside our uncut vault, available only to our TGP insiders. In the full version, Lindsay shares details of her upbringing back in Wisconsin and her first job, which sparked her desire to branch out on her own. She also shares more about her multi-level marketing company and how she found the courage to write that first book. These are details that we don't want you to miss, so we put them all inside our Uncut Vault. Become a TGP Insider today and get the full story at theglobalphenomenon.com slash insider. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're trying to find a great conference to attend this year, I will be attending Lindsay's Powerhouse Women event in Phoenix this August of 2023. And I hope you will join me there. Just go to powerhousewomen.co and click on the event link at the top. Then send me a DM on Instagram. I'm there at Ina Coveney. Just make sure you're spelling Coveney right. It ends in E-Y. And tell me that you're going too so that we can meet up. And please head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Here's our interview with the powerhouse woman herself, Lindsay Schwartz. Welcome to The Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career that has taken the world by storm, creating multiple self-made millionaires and opening the doors for regular folks like you and me to achieve our wildest dreams. Hi, my name is Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach for online coaches ready to live a rich, passionate, and abundant life without regrets. And I'm on a mission to uncover the secret sauce that made the top coaches in our industry rise to global phenomenon status so that you can be next. Today's episode begins now. I can't wait to talk to you, Lindsay. Thank you so much for being here. Oh my goodness. Okay, Ina, you are like the shot of caffeine that I didn't even need this morning. Your energy alone is going to carry me throughout the day. I'm just so, so grateful to be here. I thank you so much for saying that because, um, and I'm going to cry already, like this already started. Um, we met at Rachel Luna's conference this past year. And I do have to say that I, I meet a lot of people 
at these conferences. I, you know, I interview really big guests. I, 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 I talk to people that are really at that high level, like you are all the time. And the warmth that you welcomed me with, like, it makes me cry just thinking about it, how, how amazingly sweet you were, how you were, you were like a ray of sunshine coming at me. And I, I didn't expect it, especially because I had had other interactions, even like recently that were weighing on my mind that um, I, I didn't even know if I could approach you. I'm like, I don't know if I can take another person just being apathetic, another person just being like, okay, yeah, whatever, you're the lowest of my priorities. And I saw you walking in front of me and you were walking by yourself, we were exiting the room. And I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna do it. Ina, you know, the right thing to do is to, to do it. And I went up to you, I'm like, hi, Lindsay, we haven't met, we've never met. Uh, my name is Ina. And you turned around and just the sunshine that came through your face. I'm like, <gasps> completely like lowered my defenses. I'm like, this is a completely different quality of person right here. And it just made me so excited uh, to come here and talk to you because you're all about community building. And I could see that. I, I, I'm like, I see it. I see, mm -hmm. I understand it. So we are going to talk about that because I don't think that that's, I, I I don't think that's something that we should be taking for granted. Not mm. everybody is like this. And I think it, it there's so much for us to learn just by the attitude that you had in meeting a complete stranger. Mm. And I'm, I'm really grateful you brought that up too, because I know you speak to a lot of leaders and people who are going to one day, if they don't already have a much bigger platform than they have now. And, and I'll be honest, I, I struggle with it a little bit just because I... I think that I never want to leave someone feeling like they weren't important. And as more people want to have time with you, sometimes that time is limited. So even if it's just through my energy and through the way that I say hi, and they can see it in my eyes, if I had more time, you and I would have a heart to heart for an hour right now. And that's not going to happen. But I think it's important to remember because not that long ago, I was in the same shoes. No one cared about me. No one knew who I was. And I, I remember what it felt like when someone really saw me, like yeah. really saw me. Yeah. And that sometimes is the biggest gift we can give others because there are people who look up to you at the level you're at right now. And there are people who I still look up to where I'm like, oh my gosh, that person, I remember, I haven't actually told anyone this on a podcast. You're already getting an exclusive. Great. The day of my event... I got a DM from Jamie Kern Lima, who I was like, how does she even know who I am? This is, I, I had one of those moments, like fangirl moments sitting in the makeup chair. And, you know, it was cool. And at the same time, I was like, I want to make other people feel like this. Yeah. And, and just simply by seeing them, acknowledging them, and as much as I can, really paying attention to the people who are kind enough to come up and say, hey, I really wanted to meet you or I love your podcast. I will, that will never get old. I can't believe that I get to do this for a living. Well, thank you so much for having that attitude and for just, you just taught an amazing lesson. We're within the first two minutes of this conversation and you just taught what I think is the most important lesson that everybody out there needs to learn. And that is that people matter. That relationships matter. That not mm. that people are not insignificant once you start to get to one level. That you that just your energy means so much. So on behalf of everybody who's ever met you and has experienced it, I thank you because it made a huge, huge difference. Thank you, Lindsay. Um, so I like to get started with going way back, but before we do, 
can you please introduce yourself <laughs> to our audience? And just really briefly, if you can tell us, uh, you know, how to pronounce your name and what is it that you do and who do you do it for right now? I guess I should start with my name, Lindsay Schwartz. I am Lindsay. I'm the founder of Powerhouse Women, which is a global community live event podcast, and we have mentorship programs for ambitious women, mainly entrepreneurs, but really for women who want to grow and expand in their career, in a business, or just in their life. And uh, best-selling author, that was kind of what kicked off this whole crazy journey, which I'm sure we'll get into some of that. And really at the end of the day, I am just like you. I am an ambitious woman. I'm always, I'm just on this constant pursuit of wanting to grow myself, wanting to find my own human potential. And I think that that journey, because it can be really uncomfortable, is best when traveled together with other people who are just as scared as you are and who remind you that we really aren't meant to do this alone. So I'm that, and I'm also an aspiring backup hip-hop dancer. I just recently started taking hip-hop classes again <laughs> um, and like leaning into more fun things in my life. So professionally, all of that stuff, but I also am a wife, I'm a dog mom. And I'm originally from the Midwest, so I always just say, I think that's where like the warmth comes from. I'm deep down, I'm a Midwest girl at heart. So let's talk about your background. And I'm going to say three things, and you need to just like put them together for me, like puzzle pieces, okay? okay? And I want you to go in as much detail as you can about these things so that I understand them. Bodybuilding, corporate job, and wellness coaching. I need you to take these pieces and put them together for me because these are all <laughs> things that you were doing pretty much like all at the same time. And I need to know what, how would you describe the kind of person that you were back then? How did you get into these things? And I do want to hear what your corporate job was. So oh, that's talk got to, to be a part of it. It has talk to, to me. be. Yeah. So people would probably not guess this as my corporate career, but I, um, I'll take you all the way back even to college. So I was in college in Wisconsin and just knew that I was craving something different. I wasn't really looking to get out of Wisconsin necessarily, but I had this knowing inside. I think this was like at the, at the earlier ages when I was starting to trust my own intuition. And what I felt really strongly pulled toward was just creating a different experience for myself and knowing that if I, you know, stayed in Wisconsin, I would likely at some point settle down, probably start a family and just, it would be harder to uproot and and move and try living somewhere else. So I was very unattached at the time. I didn't even have furniture. So yeah. I was like, why not try something new? And I had good for, done- Good for you for having that awareness, right. like early on to like, to, to exit and try something new right away. Yeah. Like, good for you for doing that. It's very, um, it, it's not the typical mindset in the Midwest. In fact, when I left, uh, my mom got a lot of comments. Like my mom and dad would get comments like, oh, you let her leave. And my mom was like, she's a like 20 something year old woman. She makes her own choices. But the, the mentality was that you just don't really leave the Midwest. There's so much about it that's beautiful. And I still miss a lot of the people and things like that. I think I just knew there was maybe a bigger place for my dreams, for the size of my dreams. 
And I had in college participated in something called the National Collegiate Sales Competition. You said you wanted nitty gritty. So we're going there. Tell me. And I, I didn't want to, to enroll in this, but my professor talked me into it because she said there's career opportunities. And what I heard was, okay, there's going to be companies there that don't typically recruit on my teeny tiny little college campus. So maybe some bigger opportunities that I'm not exposed to. So I end up going, I place fourth in the nation in the sales competition and I hated sales. I thought I hated sales until I realized it really is relationships, right? So I did really well and I was recruited heavily by all of these companies. And the one that I just couldn't figure out why I really wanted to work with these people was a flooring company. So I signed on and I I went to work for a carpet manufacturer, which I don't, there's no way to make that sound glamorous. But what I loved was again, the people you're going to hear a theme. It's, it's the people that I've met along the way. And I've just trusted the relationships. That's why I'm here on this podcast. When you and I connected, there was just this natural connection that made me want to get to know you more. And when I followed that, it has never steered me wrong. So I sign on with this carpet manufacturer and they essentially gave me three choices of cities that I could move to, one of them being Arizona. So I moved to Arizona. I I was actually, it was a pretty fun job because I got to, I came on board specifically with the role and the the task, I guess you could say, of winding and dining interior designers who would work on these big construction projects. And I, I would take them out to happy hour and become their friends and then try to get our carpet product like specified on their project, which was all great until 2008 hit and the recession started. So I had just finished my training. I was the lowest person on the totem pole, if you will. Um, and pretty much the first to go if the company ended up needing to do layoffs. All of my friends were getting laid off. And it was this moment where I realized that the whole corporate dream that very much was what I was, what was modeled for me growing up in the Midwest, it wasn't that that wasn't true. I think I just had the thought for the first time that, oh, maybe this just isn't the case all the time, that the way to create a great life for yourself is to get a good job, a 401k, and you're set. Because here I was, I had worked really hard, really great student, got this great job and thought I was set until things changed that were out of my control. Once I realized, I think I want to have a plan B, I knew that I didn't want to just have another job. And I started to ask better questions like, what would I love to do? What would I do all day long, whether or not I was getting paid for it? And it just kept coming back to this simple idea that I was like, wait, there's people who get paid to just be in really good shape. Like, how do I become one of those people? Right. So I start selling these nutrition products. I eventually am kind of inspired by some of the people I'm meeting to pursue, you know, fitness shows. And I, I did a couple of bikini competitions. And I think it just awoke in me this desire to be my own boss, to create something of my own that I, I didn't actually know was in there because I had never seen an, an entrepreneur. I literally had never known an entrepreneur, didn't know anyone who created their own business. So that was ultimately what led to my first business, which was the network marketing company. But I think I knew, I knew deep down that that wasn't for me forever, that, that like the network marketing company was such a beautiful it was a such a beautiful way to learn about business, 
but I knew it wasn't the thing. And I think we need to normalize taking that first step, maybe starting the first business. It doesn't have to be the business that you're in forever. And I think we get too attached to like, oh, it's a mistake if I pivot or it's, it's an embarrassment if this business doesn't work out. Um, because every single move is going to teach you something different. And I wouldn't be the person that I am now had I not had five plus years growing that business. And it was pretty successful, but I learned a lot of things. I made a lot of mistakes there. I learned a lot about myself that set me up to be the leader that I am now. And I wouldn't be this leader had I not been through that first experience. Let's talk about how you went from that to writing your first book, which went out in 2017. Can you please tell us, first, how did that go from, I have a, you know, I'm in, in multi-level marketing. I know that this is not here forever, but I'm going to write a book. I know that there's a bridge in there that I don't know and nobody knows. So yeah, tie those two together. How did the book idea come about and where were you then? What had happened is 2016 came around. I had been building my health and fitness business, the network marketing company for about six years at this point. And I just felt restless and I couldn't put my finger on why. It wasn't that I was unhappy, but I felt like I, it was this feeling of knowing that there's untapped potential within you. And I couldn't, I couldn't deny it anymore. And so what I did, it was really right around this time of year. I always get very sentimental around the beginning of the year because I will never forget. I have this document still saved on my computer that says a book a week in 2016. And my goal was to dive back into personal development because that had always been what had kind of led me through times of discomfort. And I said, okay, I'm going to commit to reading one book every week for this entire year. And I started to make this list of the books I was going to read. And it was week two of the new year. And I actually, I, I have the screenshot literally on my computer. Let me see what date this is. I, on January 10th, I saw a, a post from an acquaintance, not even someone that I know super well, that said something, it was a Facebook post, something about doing a program that helps entrepreneurs get their message out in the form of a book. And there was, do you ever have these moments, you know, where it's like something inside you goes, Psst, that's for you. Yeah. And yeah. this was one where I was like, no, that I'm like looking around, like, no, that's not, that's not for me. And I literally, this is what the message I sent her. So I sent her a DM that says, Hey, will you send me details on this workshop? I don't know why I'm asking. Ha ha. But something <laughs> inside me said, Hey, you should do that. So all of this kind of came to a head when I took a phone call with the woman who is leading this workshop and I explained to her, well, first of all, she said, Lindsay, I'm so excited. We're having this conversation because a book could be so great to position you as an expert in health and fitness. And I had another one of those out-of-body experiences where a part of me that I hadn't tapped into yet said the words out loud that I'd never said out loud before. I said, I, well, first I said, I'm not going to write a book. Thank you so much. But I said, I don't think I would want to write about that. And then I was like, I paused and kind of was like, wait, what, what, what was that? And she, she was just as surprised as I was. And, and I went on to say, you know, if I ever wrote a book, if, and I think that was like the little cracked open window that my higher self knew that there was something for me to gain from leaning into this experience. 
And I'm sharing all the pieces of this story because I, I don't want everyone to miss or just gloss over like, okay, she wrote a best-selling book. I want you to meet me in the moment where I was like, who, me? Who's going to listen to me? Who's going to read a book that I wrote, especially this book I want to write? So when we get these nudges, they usually are very confronting to our current identity because you're not that person yet. But all I knew was I was kind of going with this intuition that was saying, okay, well, if I wrote a book, all I could think about were the conversations I would sit down and have with women. And it was, I worked with men and women, but this theme came up in a lot of my conversations with, with women. When I would be talking about what I was doing in network marketing and we were having a meeting because they wanted to learn more. And I would sit across the table and I would say, just let's just set that aside. Tell me about your big dreams. And in the very next breath, they would start to tell me why they weren't ready, why they didn't know enough, why they didn't have the skills or didn't have what, what was required. And every single time it made me pause and go, wait, hold on. Everything you're describing that you think is keeping you from this dream that clearly excites you, everything you're describing is what I feel on a daily basis. Hold on. Did no one tell you this? Did no one tell you that that is, that's like the price of admission is yeah. You don't feel like you know what you're doing. You figure it out as you go. Your best friend is Google and you want to cry every other day. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And so I share this with the woman on the phone and she said, had this dramatic pause. And then she said, well, Lindsay, if you don't write that book, who's going to? Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Can I show you something right now and I would love your reaction to it That's okay cool. I'm about to share my screen okay my name is Lindsay Schwartz I am an entrepreneur I've had a health and wellness business for about seven years now and I'm about to publish my very first book which I can honestly say was not something I ever planned to do thought I could do I didn't even know that I wanted to do that but I did want to make a difference. And I just really am so excited to see where the book takes my business and my personal brand from here. Ah, oh my gosh, it's like three hair colors ago. <laughs> I mean, That's how you know it's a while ago. I, when I saw that, I, I could see, I could see myself. I could see myself at, at that precipice, at that edge of when everything just kind of like unravels, when your life completely changes, when you start having live events. And I would love to know when you see her, what do you see? What do you remember from that time? Mm. I remember at that point, um, so that was a testimonial that I did for the woman who became a good friend and you know such a mentor as I published that first book, the editor of the book. Um, would you like to give her a shout out her? Uh, her name is Dr. Laura Bush and yeah, it wouldn't, it, the book would not exist if it were not for her following her dreams and putting this program together that, that helped me really get this book into the world. And, um, you know, at that point I had been through so much inner change and, I just knew that I was different. That's the best part, the best way that I can describe it. Where I'd gotten to this point, I think we we get to this other side of stepping into that, especially that first time you really step out and challenge yourself. Because 
what had, what I realized now looking back is why I was so restless in my other businesses. I was operating at maybe 60 to 70% of my full potential. In a copy of your about page in 2018, which yes, I, I went that to lengths to dig that up. This is something that you said, and I just want to, I want to quote you back to yourself because I really related to what you said here. And I'd love to know uh, how you feel about it now or anything that you can tell people who really resonated with this. You said, I'm just a girl with a constant flood of ideas flowing through my brain. Usually more ideas than I have time to act on. And just as many fears, doubts, insecurities, and reasons why I'm so not equipped to bring these ideas to life. And I thought there, there's so many of us out there where we read this and we're like, yeah, that sounds right. And, and we use this kind of as our ticket to, to excuse ourselves from, from doing, from accomplishing, from really taking a next step. Um, I'd love to know your own reaction to your quote, how you feel about it now and how you, what you would tell you know, women like us who look at that as, well, you know, if I, there's just not enough hours in the day. So I might as well just act at 70%. What can you say about it? So I do believe there, you, you have to focus in. And so I'm still the person who has a lot of ideas. Now I have the most amazing business partner in the world who we have kind of a, a process where we, we capture all of the ideas, but we really strategically choose which ones to move forward on. And so I feel like it's, I'm going to give you kind of two different answers because it's going to depend on what season you're in. I had a season in Powerhouse Women kind of starting around 2018 into 2019 where I call it lovingly my buffet year. So this was a year where I allowed myself the freedom to try on different things within the business. So try a lot of different ideas, but with the goal of finding the, the couple of ideas that I really wanted to give my energy to. So the reason I call this a buffet year, if you've ever eaten at a buffet, it's, it's kind of like that, right? You walk in, there's all these different types of food, all these different options. But for, for most of us, for you and I, we're you know petite women, I can usually only eat a plate, maybe in a half, depending on how hungry I am. So even though there's all the options available to you, there is a capacity in one meal. You're only going to have the capacity to eat so much. So how I would, this is my very strategic way of, of eating at a buffet. I would give myself a little bit of all the things I wanted to try. But the moment I take a couple bites and I'm like, mm, that's not for me, I would take that one off my plate. I would leave room to start leaning into more of the things that I really love so that at the end of the meal, I love food. I like love a good meal. I want to have like the best meal I can put together. So I think it's the same thing within business is, you know, give yourself those defined periods of time where you allow yourself to be a little bit dipping your toe into different things. Thank you so much for that. And I, I really think that we need to talk a little bit about the community aspect of this growth, of these launches, of this this scaling that we want to do in our businesses. Like you said, we're not meant to do this alone. Um, and 
part of what I love about what you do with these masterminds and these communities that you create is that you put the right people in the room with the right people. Like that that was really what was intended for a mastermind to mean. Now that the, the word has been used so much to mean basically just any kind of group program that really a mastermind is taking masterminds is people who are experts at different things, putting them in the same room so they can collaborate. Um, you, you've talked in the past about putting women of different industries in the same room so we can learn about each other. Um, so I'd love to know a little bit more about your journey. Something you have mentioned in the past in other interviews is your journey into joining these masterminds and how important it was to you to be to be in a mastermind where everybody else has invested at the same level, where you know that everybody is kind of all in, that was really eye-opening for me to hear uh, because I feel like you know, I've done this in the past without even realizing I joined a mastermind one time. It was about like $10,000. And after I joined, I realized, wait, there's no course materials here. There is no actual particular strategy. It's literally I just paid to be in the same room as other people who were at the same level. And from there, I, I I I got so many amazing connections. And when I heard you talk about it, I'm like, so this is a thing. This is, this is a thing that it's, it's everybody realizes. Can you tell us a little bit more about what your journey was with it? Yes. Masterminds have played a huge role in my growth, especially over the last three or so years. And, you know, for those of you listening who know that you really want to to grow at a pretty fast pace. Um, and I want to be really careful with the words that I'm choosing here because by no means am I saying that growing at a fast pace is better than growing at a slow and steady pace. Not at all. In fact, there is so much value to growing a really consistent, very grounded business. And there will be these times, I think, those of you that have really resonated with some of the things we've talked about today with just knowing there's like that next level for you to unlock, knowing that you're ready to show up for yourself and your business in a bigger way. One of the things that has helped me do that is to step into rooms and, you know, invest in masterminds where I'm surrounded by people who my wildest dream, like the goal, I'll share a quick story in a moment. The goal that I'm like, whoa, that would be incredible is like nothing to them. So I'll never forget investing in my first mastermind. And I remember showing up to the first retreat and this was such a powerful moment. It was like, I was just expecting that, you know, they would close the doors and then they would say, well, now that you're all here and you've all paid tens of thousands of dollars to be here, we're going to give you all the secrets that no one else knows, right? These are the secrets to having a successful business. Well, you're kind of giggling too, because you know, that's not what happened. Right. right. And, and it was this beautiful moment though, because I want, I want everyone to hear. It was in that moment that I was like, oh, I don't think there's any secrets. <laughs> you know, it was this moment where I caught myself realizing I was putting my success in the hands of someone else. When the reason you invest in experiences like that is to step in and the way to get the most out of it is to step in with the mindset of, okay, by making this investment in myself, by putting myself in this room, I am committing to show up differently. And on that note, can you tell us about the space that you have created to help women do just that? Well, I would love to. It's actually the thing I'm most excited about for 2023. And it 
in that same intention, the one thing that I saw is missing. Kind of like you said, there's, there's actually a lot of amazing masterminds. I've hosted masterminds. I've been a part of a lot of them and all of them serve such a beautiful purpose. And, and one thing that I saw that that's just really a gap, it's a missing is there really isn't anyone teaching about the business of community and specifically community as a, as a growth strategy for your business, community as a way to deepen the connection you have to the people you serve and to create really a more sustainable business, if, if you will, because I think, you know, having an audience is great, but having an audience is really kind of like this one-to-one connection. Like, how can I get more people to connect with me? But Powerhouse Women has, has actually, we've had a small audience from the very beginning. We still do compared to others in our industry. And the reason we've been able to outsell the size of that audience, produce results that don't make sense to most marketing gurus online is because from the beginning, we focused on not just growing the audience and getting people to connect with us, but going a level deeper and saying, okay, how can we get these people now to connect with each other? Mm -hmm. And I, over the last year have really worked to develop or, or kind of reverse engineer that into a formula that any business owner can apply, whether it's a product-based business, a podcaster, coaches, consultants. And so we're, we're going to be for the first time ever taking, I'll be taking a small intimate group of women leaders, just like yourself, just like those of you listening through a community building mastermind is what we're calling it, but it's four days in person with me and my team really mapping out your community growth formula, whether you want to host events, do podcasts, do courses, um, sell products. It doesn't matter what the, the offer is and, and then connect you with this very high level group of women who are on the same path, who want to grow at the same speed. And you're going to work together over the rest of this year, even after the mastermind ends to grow your communities together. Because I do believe that the the businesses that aren't prioritizing community are going to be leaving money on the table. You know, just business is changing so much that it's the connection piece. You cannot manufacture that. You can buy followers, you can buy leads, but you cannot manufacture connection. And that is the one thing we truly have cracked the code to. And I'm so excited to teach it and really to empower the next generation of great community leaders. I'm so excited about it. Where can people find out more about it? So the best way is to text me. So you can text me the word community and you'll get all the details. You can even personally ask me questions. I will, it's me who answers these texts. So you text me the word community to the number 602-536-7829. That's the best way. Can you say the number again? Yes, it is 602-536-7829. 7829. And those texts come right to me. You'll get the link and then I can answer any questions there as well. Wonderful. And I can't thank you enough, Lindsay. You've shared so much. We've gone into every nook and cranny of your story, which makes me so excited. You've been a great sport at playing with me through all of this. So thank you so much. Um, So besides finding out more about the Community Mastermind, where can people find you? Okay, well, I'm not that hard to find on the socials and all the things. I'm sure you'll link that. But you know what I would love is if you all love podcasts, which this is one of my favorite podcasts, I also have a podcast called Powerhouse Women, and it's just one of my favorite places to show up and serve. So come hang out with me on the Powerhouse Women podcast once you binge all the episodes of the global phenomenon, and we'll just have a big podcast party. 
Sounds amazing. Again, thank you so much, Lindsay. You have been incredible and I can't wait to share this with everybody. Thank you so much. Hey there, Ina here. After listening to this interview, you may be wondering what you missed. What did our guests share with me that was so hot? I couldn't even put it in the mainstream version of this podcast. Become a TGP Insider today and get access to all of our uncut interviews, as well as access to the behind the scenes of my six-figure coaching business through my Instagram close friend stories. Head over to theglobalphenomenon.com insider or click on the link in the show notes for all the details. And I'll see you inside our Facebook community for online coaches, where you can share what's going on in your business and connect with other amazing coaches in this space. Go to theglobalphenomenon.com slash Facebook or click on the link in the show notes. And I'll see you on the next one.